Welcome to A Fruitful Life, a podcast featuring the teaching ministry of Rick Clendenin, Benton, Kentucky. And now, A Fruitful Life. Hello, and welcome to A Fruitful Life with Rick Clendenin. Today, Brother Rick continues the message entitled, The Giftings and Order of God. On the last broadcast, Brother Rick asked his wife Debbie to come forward and read the third of three texts he was using for a foundation for this message. She had already read James chapter 1 verse 17 and 1 Corinthians chapter 14 verses 39 and 40, and this time read Exodus chapter 39 verses 24 through 27, which included a significant point about the fruit and bells on the hem of the priestly garments. Then he asked Debbie to come forward and read Romans chapter 12, verses 1 through 6, which he used to teach about motivational gifts, given by God the Father, primarily used to encourage others on a personal level. On this broadcast, he concludes that point, and then asked her to read 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 1 through 11, which speaks of manifestation gifts, gifts of expression that is given by the Holy Spirit to reveal the personhood of God. These gifts are primarily in a public setting. Then he'll conclude this session by giving us the categories of the Holy Spirit and a story about how he was used by a different gift than he expected. And now, here's Brother Rick. And so the motivation gifts are given by God the Father. Everybody say the Father. Operate by the dimension of the measure of faith. Primarily, now it's not always that way, but primarily in a personal context. The purpose is to motivate or encourage. And the person receiving the word has to judge it themselves. Why? Because it may be time factor involved. May not happen for a long time. I know Joyce Myers. I, I met Joyce Myers before Joyce Myers was Joyce Myers. I, I met her in 79. And, and she was, at that time, according to her own words, just barely saved. She was having a Bible study in her living room. And she gave me and Deb a word. She called us out. We were in Paris, Tennessee. She called us out and she said, God's going to use you in a city. And, and when you are, are used in this city, it was at the altar service, by the way. She called us out. It was a personal thing. And she said, when God sends you to this city, you're going to have to look it up on a map because you ain't even going to know where it is. You know, that word didn't come to pass to 1987 in June. And God sent us to Periton, Texas. Anybody ever been to Periton, Texas? Looked like where God, yeah, you have, bless your heart. It, it looks like where God was creating and run out of stuff. I'm telling you, it is a desert. And God sent us out there. And I remember when he sent us out there, me and Dad was at a, had a map in our hand. We was trying to look up the place we was going to live. And when we was looking it up, all of a sudden that word come back to me from Joseph. I see it was a personal word. And, and sometimes we judge those words too quickly. And so it's important to understand these are personal words. Most of the time, the Roman 12 gifts will be used in a personal context. That's why it bothers me sometimes if someone stands up and says, I have a personal word, and they do it in a corporate context because you just blowed the definition of a personal word. I got a personal word. I'm going to tell 500 people here. <laughs> How many of you know that just ruled out personal so Romans 12, primarily, everybody say primarily, is in a personal context. Now, when would that change? Well, it would change if all of a sudden pastor called up Tracy and Angela and they were leaving and 
The service went from a corporate setting to a personal setting. And all of a sudden, the focus was on Tracy and Angela. And there became a word for them. Then, in that context, that would be an exception to the primarily personal because God would then speak a word to a private personal to edify them in front of the body. So there's exceptions. Look at the neighbor and say, these are not concrete. See, I'm trying to teach you a little bit. Is this okay? Because primarily, it's in a personal setting. And I have seen this abused many times in a corporate setting where we've used times to give personal words in a corporate setting, and it doesn't mean it's not from God. It just means it's out of order. Well, I waited for an amen that didn't come. Are you hearing me? So I'm just trying to teach a little bit. Everybody say, he's just trying to help us. Now, let's go to another level because it's important to understand that our God is a given God. Manifestation gifts. I want Deb to read 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 1 through 11. Now, concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I would not have you ignorant. Ye know that ye were Gentiles carried away unto these dumb idols, even as ye were led. Wherefore, I give you to understand that no man, speaking by the Spirit of God, calleth Jesus accursed, and that no man can say that Jesus is the Lord, but by the Holy Ghost. Now notice this. This is tying us back to John chapter 16, I believe it is, where Jesus said, when he, the Spirit of truth, has come, he will not speak of himself, but he will speak of me, and he will take of mine and show it unto you. So you need to understand that when the Holy Spirit is moving, his ultimate desire is to elevate Jesus Christ. It is not targeted towards men. It is targeted towards the Savior. You need to understand that. Very important. Now you're going to see that these are gifts of the Spirit. Everybody say gifts of the Spirit. They are manifestation gifts. The word manifestation comes from a Greek word, phanerosis. And the word phanerosis means a gift of expression of a person. I want to show you something here. They are gifts of the Spirit that He manifests through His own personhood. Now, you're going to start seeing some words you need to understand, underline, Put a little circle around them, Christmas tree light, whatever you take to get your attention. But you're going to start seeing is given. Is given. You're going to see that term used many times. You're going to start seeing spirit, self, same spirit. You're going to start seeing that these are gifts of the unity of the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit. These are gifts of the Spirit. Everybody say motivation gifts are gifts of the Father. Manifestation gifts are gifts of the Holy Spirit. Now, read on, Mom. Now, there are diversities of gifts. Notice that same thing he says in verse 12. There's different gifts. But the same Spirit. There you go. And there are differences of administrations. Uh-huh. The word administration means time span. God may use you in a certain particular gift for a time span. <laughs> but how many of you know in Pentecostal circles, and I is one, okay, so please don't get offended at me because I'm one. How many of you know we latch on to whatever the gift God uses in us and we become that person? We identify with that person rather than the Holy Spirit. When God first started using my life, I was used in a message in tongues. So I labeled myself tongues guy. 
And I thought the spirit moved. He was going to move in my life by tongues. I mean, if you know tongues is a wonderful gift, but it's not all nine gifts of the spirit. Go ahead and read, Mom. I'm getting ahead of myself. But the same Lord. Mm -hmm. And there are diversities of operations, but it is the same God which worketh that. all in all. Mm. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. Hey, everybody can profit from this because it's given in a corporate setting most of the time. Primarily in a corporate setting. Why? For the profit of all, not for the encouragement of one. For the profit of all. It's given in a corporate setting. Go ahead, Ma. For to one is given by the Spirit mm -hmm. the word of wisdom. Yeah. To another, the word of knowledge by the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same Spirit. To another, the gifts of healing by the same Spirit. To another, the working of miracles. To another, prophecy. To another, discerning of spirits. To another, diverse kinds of tongues. To another, the interpretation of tongues. But all these worketh that one and the self-same Spirit dividing to every man severally as he will. Everybody say, as he wills. Now here's the misunderstanding of that scripture. There are two wills of God. One is Thelo, mentioned in chapter 12, verse 18. God has set some in the body as it pleased him. Thelo is a predetermined will of God. But in verse 11, he gives to you severally as he wills. Is a different word in the Greek. It's the word bulamai. You know what it means? It means the passive will of God moved by the desire of man. If Chad was eating potato chips and I said, hey, brother, give me a potato chip, my desire would move his hand towards me. That's why the Bible tells us covet earnestly the best gift. Why? Because your desires moves the gifts of God towards you. God's not up there shuffling out like cards. You got healing. Okay, you got tongues. You got... These are gifts of the Spirit. We need to embrace the Spirit, not the manifestation gift. Now, there are three gifts that are vocal gifts. Tongues, interpretation of tongues and prophecy. What are they revealing? They are revealing the voice of God. Some people don't understand tongues. <laughs> How many of you know that's okay? If I say to you right now, you probably have no idea what I said. But if I'd have said that in Nairobi, they would have jumped to their feet. They would have praised the Lord. They would have hugged my neck. So just because you don't understand it means one thing. You don't understand Swahili. That's all it means. I don't understand tongues. Well, <laughs> just means you don't understand tongues. It's a problem with your understanding. Doesn't nullify the fact that Swahili is real. <laughs> See, some people say, well, I, I just don't believe in that, therefore it doesn't exist. How many of you know it's a crazy idea? It's like saying, well, I've not been to Mount Rushmore, so I don't guess it's out there, Greg. It's just not there. How many of you know they've got rubber rooms for folks like it? Just because you've not experienced, you don't understand it. doesn't mean anything, but you've not experienced and you don't understand it. That's all it means. So the vocal gifts are showing us the voice of God. Word of wisdom, word of knowledge, discerning of spirits is showing us the mind of Jesus. Faith, healing, and working of miracles are showing us the power of Jesus because the Holy Spirit is bound to edify and lift up 
Jesus alone. Everybody say amen. So if there's some kind of a manifestation of the spirit and some man is elevated, throw that in the trash. It is not from God because the Holy Spirit will only, everybody say only, exalt Jesus Christ. Very important for you to understand that. Primarily, it's going to be in a corporate setting. Now notice this. Manifestations are given by the Holy Spirit. They operate by supernatural faith. That word is given means present indicative. It means it is being given at the very moment it is being given. These are not things you can operate at your will. They are operated at the moment they're being given. Now let me go back to myself because I was tongues man. You remember me? I was tongues man. God used me for a couple years giving messages in tongues in church. But I was down at the jail in Callaway County, by the way, visiting. And while I was there, I was talking to a 21-year-old smart aleck. Just telling it like it is. I've been trying to witness to him about Jesus, but I was battling the spirit of slap because he was making fun of me. I was tongues, man. Did I tell you that? And all of a sudden, the Lord said, tell him he smoked his first joint when he was 15 years old. And I said to the Lord, Lord, he'll think I'm crazy. Now, the Lord doesn't speak to me in these and thous. He's never approached me in King James, by the way. He talks a lot like my mother. I fully understand that. <laughs> and he said, he already thinks you're crazy. You have nothing to lose whatsoever. Thank you for joining us for today's podcast from A Fruitful Life. We hope that you'll tell your friends and family about the podcast. And if you like, join us on social media by liking our AFL Facebook page or by following Brother Rick's posts on Twitter. You can also find us on the web at afruitfullife.org. A Fruitful Life is the radio and media ministry of Rick and Debbie Clendenin, Benton, Kentucky. You may find out more about Brother Rick's life and legacy by visiting our website. Once again, that's afruitfullife.org. Thanks for listening.